When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's quick cast is with Keenan Bailey, assistant wide receivers coach at The Ohio State University. And we had the opportunity to sit down with Coach Bailey last year at USA Football's National Conference. Coach Key talked to us about the ABCs of wide receiver play. In this first segment, Coach Key talks about their philosophy and how they begin to think about wide receiver play from a top-down mentality. The way we teach it at Ohio State, especially the fundamentals of route running, is quite unique. And it all stems from Ryan Hartline. And just learning the wide receiver position from someone who played in the league for a decade has been great. We really talk about it as a, a top-down mentality, being that the most important part of every route, Keith, is, is, is the end of it, from yeah. break point to catch point. Right, right. All right, so we teach the ABCs of route running. And what that means is every single route, I don't care if it's a go, a bub, an in, an out, a post, has an A, an alignment. And that really doesn't matter. I could be plussed out or I could be cut split. I could be bunched. I could even be in a motion. Right. Every route has a break point. That's my B. That's, that's where I'm not running a go anymore. All right? I'm putting my foot in the ground. I'm going somewhere else other than straight. And then has a C, a catch point. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, you know, till the cows come home, the race from break point to catch point. I don't need a win early. All right? If I get mugged at the line of scrimmage, so be it. As long as I win from break point to catch point, by six inches of separation, then I won the route. Right. Um, so really, that's kind of what we believe as wide receivers at Ohio State. In this next segment, Coach Key talks about a practice swing mentality and what that means to the Buckeyes. Yeah, so really, you're, you're totally right. You get what you emphasize. That's what Coach Meyer used to always tell us. And if you want great top ends, emphasize the top end. You want great releases, which we do, but we don't put a premium on that. You get what you emphasize. And really for us during the season, right now is a great time in the offseason. We have these developmental drills or agility drills that we could work technique. In the season, you get five minutes on Tuesday with your guys for Indy, then we're going to routes on air. Mm-hmm. And then on you know the next day, we're working red zone third down. You don't get any Indy, indy period. So we ask ourselves, how many good reps can I get in a six or seven minute individual period? One thing that I encourage all, I'm going to tell these coaches here today, Coach Hartline has the practice swing mentality to developmental drills. Here, here's what that means. If you go watch a, a golfer, Tiger Woods, let's say, he doesn't just walk up to the to the tee box, grip it and rip it. He always has a couple practice swings. So if you come out and watch us, which I encourage you to do in the spring, you'll see in our wide receiver drills this practice swing mentality. What that means is, say I'm having a guy work a, a punch at the top end of his route. I'll have him work a punch. Great, he'll gather, work a second punch. And only on that third rep, that third repetition, will it be live. He'll get a ball. Mm-hmm. All right, so we try to do that in a lot of our drills. Let's say, uh, let's say again, I'm working a release. So we'll have a guy jog down a line and work that rep, work that body, that, that body mechanic of, let's say, a jab release. All right, so he'll work it once. He'll work it twice. And then on that third one, it's live. Why do we do that? Well, as a player, there's nothing worse than I, I did a rep one time. It was a bad rep. 
and now I'm standing in line waiting to yeah. go again. And what are you thinking about? Yeah. Wow, I just had a bad rep for, you know, for two minutes now I'm thinking about that bad rep. Next off, how many times as a coach you say, no, that's not it, send him back, start over. Well, we eliminate that because he just practiced a rep twice before a live rep. Mm-hmm. So again, just this practice swing mentality, we try to incorporate in all of our drills, having 16 guys in a line. Coach uses the analogy of a car and how they use it and think about it to teach the top end of their routes. Yeah, so really a, a, a top end for us is broken down into two segments. First is the entrance into, because the best analogy, again, that Coach Hartline talks to young guys about, a top end is a fast car and a sharp turn. Follow me, if I'm driving 80 miles per hour down a road, which Keith, you don't do, I don't do, our, our guys at Ohio State don't do, but let's say that they're driving 80 down a road, and here comes a left turn. I approach that turn, and I don't slam on the brakes. I just whip the steering wheel. What's going to happen? You're going to drift. Yeah. You're going to crash. Sure, yeah. you're going to slow down. Trouble. <laughs> trouble's going to happen, no doubt. It's the same thing in the top end. Let's, let's take that same example. I'm approaching that sharp turn. I'm going 80 still, but now I slam on the brakes, and then I turn the steering wheel, and then I reaccelerate. It's going to be more of a clean transition. Mm-hmm. Speed's going to gather. Speed's going to build from point A to point B. That right there, in essence, is a top end. The legs of a player, those are my tires. I need to stop my energy going this way before I restart it going this way. That's what a top end is. So that's my entrance into. That's a slamming on the brake. Mm -hmm. So we train that with a punch one-two, a three-step stop. After we train them how to stop, then we can focus on the race out. And that all starts with the face. So I just said the tires of your car are your feet. Well, the steering wheel is my face. Before I can start going this way, I need to stop going this way. Once I stopped, I get my face out, then I race out. You know, So really that's how we train it, with a punch one-two, a three-step stop, and then face out, race out to my catch point. Coach continues his explanation of how the face works to lead the body through exactly where it needs to be. Again, it all starts with your face. If I'm walking out here in this conference center and you say, hey, Coach Key, I'm not going to turn without turning my face first. I'm going to look to see where I'm going, and then I'm going to race out. It's the same thing with running a route. It's body mechanics, where your face goes, your body follows. So always getting my face out first, opening up my hips next, and then racing out. And one thing I want to add with the catch point, at Ohio State, we're always catching. If you want to get faster, how do you get faster? You run a lot. Run fast. That's mm-hmm. how you get faster. If you want to get be a better catcher, catch balls. In every single one of our drills, we always end with a catch. Competition is a big part of what Ohio State does in their culture, and Coach Key explains how that works in the receiver group. Yeah, no, it is one neat thing, and it's not for every drill, but we do have days that we want to make a drill competitive. And if you've run track, you know that if I'm training, there's one thing about running a 400 great in training. There's something different when you put a competitor next to you and you feel his body presence, right? You feel that demeanor. At the end of the day, we're all competitors. You don't want to lose. So that, that type of training, a competitive training, just feels different, all right? So what we do with our top ends uh, specifically, we'll do these top end cone races. And we'll put two cones out there, and we'll start our guys next to each other. And on Coach Hart's command, you got to race, touch the cone, and exit out. What's that training? Well, it's just training what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acceleration into a top end, the stop and restart to my catch point. But also, you want to tell, you want to see which one of your guys is competitive, put him up against one of his teammates. He refuses to lose. He'll, he'll, he'll work angles. He'll cut off his defender. Mm-hmm. All right? And then he might talk a little smack after. It's great. It's a great way. If you could feel your unit isn't bringing the energy that day, 
toss them into a competitive drill. Maybe it's final exam week. Guys are tired. Right. Maybe they're distracted because spring break starts tomorrow. Yeah. So then we're going to put them in a competitive drill, get the juices flowing, and get them going. It's great. In this next segment, Coach Key gives some insight into how blocking is a big part of the Ohio State receiver group's culture. It's not easy, but it is required, like you said. And it starts with culture. Uh, Coach Day and Coach Meyer before him set that expectation. If you don't block, you're not playing receiver at Ohio State. All right, there is no choice. And, and they learn that from the moment we recruit them. We look for blockers. But again, it's, it's not easy, like you just said. All of us as wideout coaches, Coach Meyer used to tell us, we're closet offensive line coaches. What he meant by that, <laughs> it, 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 it's easy telling Garrett Wilson to run a post. Or Paris Campbell in the open field. He makes someone miss. That's not you. You know, that's God who gave him that ability. <laughs> Is he going to go block that walkout? You know, we have perimeter run to him. He's going to go push, crack, and get that safety. Or is he not? And that's something that you need to emphasize. I think it starts with that, with, with, with emphasizing. We start our wide receiver meetings every day in the fall with two clips of blocking. All right? At practice, we do blocking drills one-on-one against a DB, DB stalk drill, before we do one-on-one routes. Uh-huh. Well, there's your emphasis right there. Yeah. And the second part, I, I think, and I encourage high school coaches to do it, is set a clear expe- expectation. At Ohio State, if you have the ball in your hands at practice, the expectation is clear. You have to burst two stripes. That's 10 yards on a football field. Right. If you don't have the ball, I don't care who you are, you're supposed to fit up a defender with a ball-me-man relationship. All right, so ball's caught. I should be able to pause it and see what's going to happen. Well, that guy's going to burst two stripes with the ball. Everyone else fit up a defender in a ball-me-man position. Yeah. All right, so just because I hear a lot of times, guys, you gotta, you got to finish the rep. Well, Coach, what's that mean? What's it yeah, look like? exactly. And in today's day and age, kids ask why. Kids ask what. So you got to be able to show them. Coach continues on to explain the expectations and brings up a moment he remembers from a game and how that clip is part of what he shows to his receivers to train them. Oh, yeah, we all have those, those moments. He just reminded me we're at Penn State playing in the fourth quarter of the whiteout two years ago, down two scores. And late in the drive, late in the down, we throw a dig to Ben Victor. He ran it 40 yards for a touchdown. Everyone said, great job by Ben. Well, first off, he was backside on that route. We never threw it one time at practice. So if he took that route out off, you know, he, he wouldn't have been in the window for Dwayne to throw it to him. But we saved that clip for a reason. The other two receivers block their tail off to spring Ben's run after the catch. So like you just said, those are those coachable moments you better take advantage of, even for guys coming in. You know, my recruits still see that clip because that's the expectation. Something that Ohio State has done that really has spread across the country is what they do with what they call the difference. And the difference is a drill that is used throughout their program. It's a technique that's used throughout their program. Is stuff that you start to see around the country now in different programs at different levels. It requires really three things. First, knowledge. Second, technique. And third, the strain. The strain is something that Coach Mick teaches in the weight room. You know what I mean? That, that's the intangible. That, that's going plus two. That's your willpower. Uh, when I say knowledge, I'm talking about what's the style of the run? Is it quick hitting? All right. How am I going to execute a great block if I don't know where the ball is going? What direction and what style? What's the tempo and direction of the run? So our receivers should know the, with knowledge the style, uh, the tempo and direction of the run. Number two, technique. And we talk about the difference at Ohio State. The difference for us is that point of engagement, that point of contact. And we teach it program-wide, uh, so much so that everyone in our program knows what the difference is. All right, The difference for us is hairline under chin. You hear coaches a lot of times say, 
you know, get low. Well, if I'm standing up and I get down an inch, I got lower than I was. That's not low enough. Give them something that they could visualize. Hairline under chin. If my hairline's under my opponent's chin, I'm low enough. Next is thumbs up. We don't say thumbs in. If thumbs in, my elbows are going to be out. Yep. If I go thumbs up, what's that do? That activates my chest, my core. I'm, you know, I'm engagement ready. So hairline under chin, thumbs up, elbows together. You know, elbows together. Well, coach, your elbows are never going to be touching. Yeah, but if you try to get them touched, they're going to be in. Yep. All right. And then lastly, we say speed to lock or speed to grab, going from low to high. So really drilling that technique. And again, it's program wide. Our outside linebackers use the difference. You know, uh, if you're on special teams, you use the difference. There's going to be a junction point of contact everywhere. And for us as wideouts, that's a stock block. So we execute the difference uh, with knowledge of the play. Today's quick cast finishes up with Coach Key talking about the stock block. Off with the stock block, that's really what we're talking about right now. We're talking about that, that open field, oftentimes front side, longer lasting right. block. This is not a crack or a pin or a right. cut block. This is a stock block. We have two advantages. All right, and Coach Meyer used to make us stress this with our guys, and we still do. We have two advantages. I know it's hard, but first off, the threat of pass. Right. If I'm a great receiver, I'm asking this defensive back to cover me on a go, and he's got to make a play in the backfield on a run. There's no way. So first off, threat of pass, and how do I execute that? Speed off the ball. If I hit pause the second end of my route, K.J. Hill should look like he's running a slot fade when he's really going to block a quarter safety. Mm -hmm. All right, I shouldn't be able to tell the difference. So threat of pass with speed off the line. What's that going to do? It's going to push the defender off, right? So now my block is taking place 14 yards downfield instead of eight. And then cushion. Uh, and all that cushion is for us, it's four yards in between me and the defender. If I break down four yards from the defender, we think that's enough room that he can't knife and make a play. And also, if he puts his foot in the ground and tries to bull rush me, four yards isn't enough distance that he's going to uh, run me over. Thanks again for tuning into today's quick cast. Be sure to check out all we do at coachandcoordinator.com. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski. And please, if you have a clinic that you should attend this offseason, it is Lauren's first and goal uh, to support pediatric brain tumor research and cancer services. That ticket is still available here. It starts this Thursday, January 14th in the evening. And you can find that at lfgf.coachesclinic.com.